Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Goaltending, where your why is bigger than your excuses. It has officially been a full year of goaltending, and I can't tell you enough how incredibly thankful I am to be a part of your journey, to experience so much growth over the past year, and to have the opportunity to connect with so many incredible guests because I've learned so much while I hope I hope and know that you have learned a lot along the journey as well through all of the outstanding guests who have taken their time and shared their information, their knowledge, their resources. So sincere thank you on that. Now, a new year is a great time for reflection, and it's also a great time to set goals for the future. I try to spend a lot of time focusing on both. Uh, as we go into a new year, I feel like it's such a great time to to really just hone in on that reflection piece for sure. There's a couple things I want to do for reflection today, and it starts with just recognizing and showing appreciation for the people who have tuned in, listened, supported the podcast this year. For me, that's a big reflection piece because I can't tell you how much it means to have that support. And part of that also comes from the engagement on social media, online, and sending messages, uh, responding to questions that I ask. Uh, it means a lot that you take the time, that you interact with those social media posts, that you leave comments on the videos, and, and really ask questions and share how you feel and join the conversation. That's what helps grow. So I really want to thank you all for those pieces. Also, there has been just some outstanding people who have reached out and said, hey, just wanted to let you know, like, I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, I've been impacted by listening to these episodes. They've motivated me. They've inspired me in some way. That is what this is for. That is why I started doing the podcast. It was all to make some kind of difference, some kind of impact with the knowledge and experience I've been able to gain to this point. And it's not about me, which is why I want to bring in outstanding guests who can share uh, something that you can relate to from a different standpoint. Uh, so I try to really mix it up and I appreciate you all so much and having the courage to go after your goals, to reach out, to let me know that, that it is having an impact, that it is helping because it, it doesn't matter if it's one person or a million, this was made to help you in your journey. So thank you so much for that. That's a piece of my reflection. And I want to say, like, don't forget, like, with your reflection, take the time to celebrate the progress that you've made. Even if you fell short of goals that you set for this year, take time to celebrate the progress. It's, it's so worth it. It's so worth uh, recognizing, celebrating, and, and really uh, taking a moment just to, to bask in that progress. And then the second thing when it comes to reflection is I want to spend today's episode going through some of my favorite clips from each episode throughout the year. Now that is so we can just be reminded of some of the great tips that our guests shared throughout the year. Uh, but also I want you to go into the new year 
with all of this stuff fresh in your mind. I want you to have all of these great tips in your head already as you start to think about your goals for the new year, as you start to plan and think about what you want to accomplish. When you're getting your motivation together, I want you to have these tips fresh in your mind. Just had heard them. So part of today's episode is just going to be going through that reflection piece, going through clips from every episode. I hope you enjoy that piece. And before we get into the clips, I want to get into... The, the setting goals piece for the new year and share what my favorite thing is, my favorite tradition for New Year's. And that is my wife and I every year on New Year's Eve work on our vision board together. So we've already been talking about our goals. So we it, it's not like we're just starting to the conversation of the goals that we want to accomplish in 2024, but it's taking those goals and it's it's putting it onto a board that helps us visualize and, and see the goals that we're going after as a visual reminder daily, something that we can interact with and update consistently. So our vision board has things like our monetary goals for the year uh, that we're able to consistently track and keep up with. It has motivational quotes. It has weekly action lists. It has pictures uh, of goals that we can see that we want to visualize something that we can, you know, let's say if we're wanting an investment property, we can take a picture of a similar type of property, put it up on the board. If you're saving for something, if you're able to take a picture of that, hang it up so that you're able to see that consistently, having that visualization uh, is so helpful to us. So working on that vision board uh, is a favorite tradition of mine. I highly encourage it. Uh, in some way, practicing visualization when it comes to what you want to accomplish with your goals. So whether it's a vision board or just hanging up some pictures or some motivational quotes, things that remind you of what you're working toward, that you're going to see and, and come across every single day as a reminder uh, of what you want to accomplish and what you want to work toward. And then front and center on our vision board is our family motto that we built together. I think it's such a crucial, important piece to start right there. It starts with the family, like talking about our goals together. But before we can talk about our goals, we have to know what our values are. Like, what is it that matters to us? What do we want to work toward? What do we want to accomplish together? So I want to share our family motto with you. Uh, just as something special going into the new year and to, to give you an idea uh, and a starting point of something you can think about if you want to put a family model together, some kind of model, even for yourself, uh, if you don't have a family yet and you want to work on uh, your own personal model of your, your values, the things that drive you, I highly encourage uh, working on a, a motto, something that you're able to stand by. And it's 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 living, so you can update it as you go as things change throughout your life. Uh, but highly encourage it. So here's ours uh, to give you a starting point. We do more than dream. We set goals and plan. Actions speak louder than words. We never fail because we learn from our shortcomings. When we cannot walk, we lean on each other. We forgive. We give hugs. We always say, I love you. We appreciate every day because time is our greatest asset. Time with family and friends is time well spent. So for Brittany and I, we went through it and just asked ourselves, like, what really matters to us? 
What values do we want to share with and pass on to our kids? So when we built this model, those are things that we thought about and uh, that the model may adapt over time. We may add to it. We may make modifications. That's the great thing about it. It's yours to do what you want with. But I just wanted to share that. I hope that you all, uh, you know, build your own motto. You know, get clear on what your values are as you're thinking about your goals, as you're reflecting on the new year. So let's get right into the clips for this year to remind you of some of the great tips that came up from our guests. Thank you all again for the support. Enjoy the clips. The first step is identify your start and finish. Step two, identify what you have to start with. Now, step three, make a plan for progress. Now, let's move into step four. Take consistent action. Now, step five is our last step. That is where we review and refine our plan. That's the five-step process. What I've realized in multiple points in my life um, is that there are things that you don't know if you can do, uh, if, that you don't know if you have the capability to do um, that's scary at times, right? Um, it's to face that fear head on and to go after it. Ask to do that extra thing. Push to do those, those extra steps. Um, say, yeah, I want to take on that role, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. uh, and then if you more times than not, if you put in the work, um, you'll either reach that and be successful in it um, or you'll fail for fail forward. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, just taking on responsibility. It, it it requires growth. And the reason most startups fail, the reason most entrepreneurial businesses fail is because the numbers don't work. So that's another reason why it's so important to really Honestly, understand your numbers. You know, unit economics. How much does it cost you to make one item of whatever it is you're making? And then who's going to take a piece of that? The, um, the manufacturer, the wholesaler, the distributor, the retailer. Is there enough left over for you to make a profit? And that includes paying you, pay, paying yourself. Mm -hmm. And if there's not, then you either have to see if you can raise the price um, if the market will bear that, or you don't have a business. You know, I, I always used to say, if it costs you $10 to make your item for one item, but people are only willing to pay $5 for it, well, then you don't have a company. Doing this kind of stuff, you really have to have thick skin and you, ha you have to have a stomach for it. It's, it's definitely a roller coaster. There's, there's a lot of good highs. I mean, we're sitting in Antigua. But there's a lot of lows, and and that's that's really the part, you know, fighting through those and and understanding why you're doing it, and really helps you get through it. There's a piece of that that I love that you said because I've heard a lot of other entrepreneurs talk about it, and that's the roller coaster yeah. of of being oh, an entrepreneur, God. of working a business, and really of life because we you know we have our highs, we have our lows, um, and. and if I remember the right way they said it, there was somebody that talked about you gotta, you gotta ride your highs and survive your lows. Yeah. It's like a wave. Yeah, and it's not even daily. It's like hourly. <laughs> it's insane. You can have the best hour you've had in a year, 
and then one phone call, you're right back down. What stood out to me was the word focus. So you notice your focus, right? Mm-hmm. What you're focused on is what you're noticing. So with clients, I always talk about gratitude. I'm always saying, hey, let's, you know, maybe today you kind of list three things you're thankful for. And of course, people are, they're not in a great spot, right? So they're mm-hmm. like, there's nothing. I got nothing. I don't have money. I don't have, um, you know, I'm fighting all the time with people. I'm failing classes. So it's hard to find it, but it's really huge when we do find those pieces because it can shift the focus. The stories that we tell ourselves on the why, it's not really about why unless it's, you know, you're saying, well, I didn't, I didn't go to the gym today. And well, it's probably because I'm just lazy. Yeah, some again, sometimes people are lazy, but other times if we actually take the time to think about why we didn't go, there might be underlying reasons um, of why we didn't go. Or, you know, I didn't get the promotion at work because they don't like me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get that raise that I wanted because they don't think my work deserves it. So oftentimes we we answer our whys for everybody else. We don't take the time to think what other story could it be? The one thing that I forgot to do is be human in the business. Yes. If, if people listen to this podcast and that's the one takeaway they hear today, I promise you that's the one, especially now in today's employee market, that's going to help you is humanize your business. When it comes down to it, at the end of the day, we're all just people. We all should be on the same page, having the same goal, working for the same things. And if you can't connect with people, I don't care how good you are, you're not going to be successful. I want to touch on a point you you brought up when you talked about, you know, kind of putting energy and focus towards your goal. And and then the universe tends to give back. Um, You know, I've heard many people say, oh, you, you know, how lucky someone is or for, for maybe getting, getting a position or getting an opportunity. Right. And, and I think about that a lot too, because I think I found that I don't really necessarily believe in the concept of luck. I think that luck comes from preparation and timing, right? Giving energy towards that goal you're trying to reach, whether it's educating yourself on a topic or, you know, going to the gym, working out, whatever it is, you're preparing for that moment. And when that moment comes, you're, you're, you're prepared to accept it. You're prepared to to meet it head on and, and, to, and to succeed. So um, I think the first step is to figure out, you know, what your goal is and to begin to, to make a plan and, and put energy towards it and surround yourself with the right people. I've actually got to be okay looking bad at times. If I want to find truth and think optimally, I've got to admit that I'm wrong at times. And if I, if I want to reach goals, I've got to wade through problems at times. And if I mm-hmm. want to lift others, I've got to be willing to put myself on the back burner at times. And I don't know about what you will, but those at times moments are really difficult to navigate. Yes. I, I just know for myself is I'm naturally prone to want to protect myself in those moments. Mm-hmm. But that's where vertical development comes in. And that's the connection between vertical development and mindsets is if we could shift our mindsets, we will vertically develop. We're vertically developing. I've implemented in my life last year Mm -hmm. is this concept of a scorecard. And I actually got it from uh, a high end local executive that I met 
And she gave me the cheat sheet into her life. I was like, how did you function all of these things? She gave me the cheat sheet into her life. And I've modified it into mine. I've modified it into, you know, my ministry area. I've modified it into the business. I've modified it into the people around me. Mm -hmm. The, um, but it's this concept of a scorecard. So in this scorecard, one of the things that, um, one of the top things to grade is the actions. Mm. what's the actions that you're putting in there? So then the other three areas are much more results-based, but you can't get the result without the actions. To think about going to school with two small kids and trying to figure out a different type of career was not going to happen for me. Mm -hmm. So the foundation that I have built for my children when I was still technically a child, I mean, I had Elizabeth when I was 21. So the foundation that I had built were basically the rocks that I kind of felt like were thrown at me in my adolescence. Um, and then I had to figure out how in my head not to be like that. So I've constantly said to myself and to several people around me that you need to be who you needed when you were younger. It really draws a lot of attention to the last step of the goaltending process. And that is review and refine. So within a month or two, I realized I can take on more than this without sacrificing the balance that I want and the other priorities of my life. I was like, I can still, I can squeeze another episode in each month and be able to do two of them. So I quickly realized that I adjusted my processes and got to where I'm now producing two episodes a month instead of what I initially planned for, which was one. Now I could have stuck with just doing one episode a month. But then I would have been selling myself short. So I did set my goal short, but that does not mean that I have to perform short. Part of reviewing and refining is, hey, maybe I hit that goal quicker than I thought I was going to. It doesn't mean that's the end of the line. That leads to more goals. And the truth is we allow staying in our comfort zone to keep us from accomplishing things that we can accomplish. We live in our comfort zone. We want to be comfortable. We don't want to look bad in front of people. What if you accepted that it's okay to fail? What if you accepted that it's okay to look bad in front of people? And what if you stop telling yourself that you can't do something just because you haven't done it? Eliminate those things that are not serving you, not helping you reach your goal, and really hone in and figure out what is your why? What is driving you? Why does it matter for you to remove the things that aren't serving you? Why does it matter for you to be taking actions that, hey, there's going to be days where I don't want to do this? You're absolutely going to have days like that. But when you can be disciplined and you can remind yourself of that strong why that you have, you overcome your excuses. And that's exactly why the podcast is focused on finding a why bigger than your excuses. So when you can find that, you can remove the excuse from your life, you focus on your why, and you can start taking that deliberate action. You can start prioritizing appropriately to get to where it is you wanna be. What seeds are you watering? So I was angry a lot And I was putting a lot of my time and my focus toward the anger. So I'm watering the seeds of that anger, which is allowing the anger to continue to grow and to continue to take over my life and prevent the growth of other positive emotions.
So when I recognized that, I started to put more deliberate and intentional focus toward positive emotions. I started to water the seeds of positive emotions and happiness and gratitude. And when I started to put my focus on those emotions instead of my anger, it's not that I wasn't angry anymore. It was that I was helping the positive emotions grow to where the anger was still there and I could feel it when it happened, but I was able to process it differently and, and in a more healthy and effective way that was not harmful to my mental well-being. Everybody has something different going on in their lives. Yeah. It depends on what is your motivation, what is driving you to this point. It can't just be your dress size. I'm sorry. No. It can't be the, or your pant size or your waist size. Mm -hmm. That's great because, but the problem is that usually it was like, eh, screw it. I'm going to have, yeah. I'm going to have the Taco Bell or whatever. It has to be something bigger than that. So it has to be health. It has to be doing it for my kids. It has to be because I want to be the best parent, the best grandparent. It has to be bigger than just that. And so I relate it to, to like sports teams. So every good sports team comes into a game with a plan. And then when the game starts, the other team has a plan and they have to be able to adapt. If you just stick to one game plan for the whole game against a, a team with a different game plan who's trying to stop you, if they are successful in stopping you and you don't adjust, you lose the game. And in this situation, the game is life. You have to make it non-negotiable in your life, whatever it is you want to accomplish. You have to go after it, go get it. Don't let obstacles stop you. Don't make excuses. If you actually want it, you determine what the actions are you need to take and make it non-negotiable. I guarantee you will succeed. I guarantee you will accomplish what you want to accomplish if you make it non-negotiable. I'm sure you all have heard the phrase, work smarter, not harder, right? I mean, people say it all the time, and I don't, I don't disagree with that. You, you need to be working smarter to be efficient toward what you're trying to work toward. But I want to add in a modification to that, something to consider, something for you to take away, and that is work harder at working smarter. So don't just not work hard. Don't just try to work smart so that you can get away with things. Work hard at being smart and getting more effective at everything. Gamify the things that you do. Find processes that, that work for you that you can be more efficient at. Work hard at finding those efficiencies. Work hard at working smarter. If you can do that, you'll earn that rest. One of the things that you said last time that I absolutely loved had to do with practice. Do you remember how often you said we should practice? Every day. Every day. <laughs> now, have we practiced every day? No. Nah. I at school a lot and dance. Yeah, we have other competing priorities sometimes, but we do our best to try to practice every day. And so sometimes we miss it, and then what do we do when we miss, uh, miss it? Do it the next day. That's right. We keep going. We just do it the next day. So it's totally okay if we don't get to practice every day, but we want to keep doing our best to make progress toward our goals. I think what we don't do enough is we don't allow our kids to struggle. And especially when they're older, 
And that's when they break down because they are used to someone coming in and being like, it's okay. It's okay. Because we do as parents, we don't, it is hard to see our kids struggle or not be, you know, successful, especially when they have that, that look that, you know, from your kid (laughs) and you just want to be like, it's okay. It's okay. And I'm not saying that you can't encourage them, but teaching them realistic things because when they're out there on their own, they're going to have to cope and understand how to get through a challenge. I knew in my mind I needed the business. I wanted a practice. Mm-hmm. So I, I tell clients all the time, you can see the vision, but you look at the vision to remember the goal and then you need to come back to the present to take mm-hmm. the step. Mm, I like that. Yeah. 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 So we, we look... We take a glance. We're not going to stare. We're not, we know it's out there. Like the practice is out there. All right. Now I need to come back in and check off the boxes on the checklist. Right. Let's get the business. Right. So it, I'm, I feel like we're, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it really is just one step at a time, one foot in front of yeah. the other. The reality is if you can have the discipline to create a system, save into it, and and purposefully live within your means, mm-hmm. it's going to relieve so much anxiety and guilt and second guessing yeah. in your everyday life. Life has a lot of pain and uncertainty. It really doesn't matter what choices you make. Right. Those, those are constants. So if you recognize that and you're like, if I can stick to the pain, so for, for example, of, of having a budget, it's going to alleviate a lot more long-term pl- uh, pain. It's going to create more options for you yes. while giving you a better mental state about your finances. You're controlling what you can control and that feels good. It gives you confidence. Wow. I loved listening to those. I appreciate your support throughout the year so very much. The words can't say it enough. Uh, thank you all. And this is the last opportunity for me to to tell you, to remind you, I would love to see you, connect with you, and help you at the Goal Get It Resource Seminar that we're doing on January 6th, Louisville, Kentucky, from 4 to 7 p.m., including myself. There's going to be six outstanding speakers there to talk about personal goals from every aspect. We'll be talking about money goals, health and nutrition, mortgage planning, mental health and mindset, personal coaching to help you with your goals, a little bit of everything. And there's going to be just outstanding free things that each person is bringing to the table to help you kickstart your year with motivation, resources, and information that you need to achieve your goals. I want to say happy new year to you. I hope you've enjoyed the holiday season. Thank you again for tuning in, allowing me to be a part of your journey. Like, subscribe, share it with somebody you know it can help. This is a great one for them to just catch these quick tips throughout the entire year. And please comment with your thoughts and questions to join the conversation and let's grow together.